Welcome to Around the IT Block Podcast, presented by HPE. I'm your host, the IT Oddfather, Calvin Zito. This is episode number 28, and I gotta tell you, I never would have imagined when I left Nth Symposium in Southern California in November 2019 that it would have been my last event and actually my last business trip. But here we are two and a half years later, and I'm at VeeamOn in Las Vegas, just happy to be here. And what I want to do in this podcast is walk you through what HPE is doing with Veeam by talking to people who are in our booth and having those conversations with customers. So let's jump into it. So first up, I'm going to be talking with Parissa Mohammadi. I've worked with Parissa, gosh, a long time. Parissa, how long have we yes. worked together? The 90s? At least, yes, I think so. Think back yeah. when you were in the server organization. Yes, and then the storage. And so now today what we want to just look at first is what HPE and Veeam are doing around security threats. So tell me about like what are the areas that HPE and Veeam collaborate on helping customers with security threats? Yeah, so um, HPE and Veeam have actually uh, many integration touch points and each one of them uh, address a particular area of the end-to-end data protection. But the most important one that we hear all the time, especially after COVID, is the cyber attacks ransomware because they've been on the rise. And so we see a lot of integration points. One is um, the Veeam hardened Linux repository that was available from Veeam 11. And now with Apollo 4000, um, we're going to have um, that combination uh, with an ultra-dense, uh, storage uh, server, and that is definitely going to be protecting against um, accidental deletion. And for that, we're talking about HPE Apollo 4000 systems. Yeah, 4000 systems, which includes the 4200 and the 4510s. Okay. Um, and then uh, we also have partnership with Scality, as you know, and uh, Veeam and Scality also partner together. So now they're going; they can actually directly backup their tar- uh, their data, the backups into the S3 object storage, and that is. Um, available with Veeam 12, yeah, because in the, the past features. they couldn't do direct, but now they can. Right. And um, of course, we have that partnership with uh, Scality uh, on ProLiance, which have their own SKUs. Okay, uh, so another big area we've had a partnership for a long time is around StoreOnce in our API Catalyst. Yes. What's that look like? So StoreOnce, as you know, is yet another option for our customers as a backup target, but the important thing here is that HPE Catalyst, which is the secret sauce for um, StoreOnce, and it basically prevents anyone to touch your backups in a very simple way of explaining that. Um, and But then we have a lot of improvements in the StoreOnce OS 4.3.2, um, and mostly around data immutability and compliance mode and dual authorization. So no hacker could go in and delete your files. So I just did a chalk talk on StoreEver and LTO9. Let's talk about what do we do there to, to provide an air gap. Yeah, StoreEver has been there forever and it's the best solution for an air gap because it's really offline. So no, but no hacker can actually access it directly and Veeam is very well integrated into store ever. So that's yet another option for um, implementing the three, two, one strategy. And then we have virtual lock. I think that historically came from 3PAR and then Primera and and Electra 9000. Tell me me about what that is. Yeah, so we have two technologies that go with our primary storage. One is virtual lock, as you mentioned. It really protects the data on your volumes and the volume copies so that they cannot be accidentally deleted. Um, And then the blind snapshots, that is specific to our Nimble and Electra 6000. 
and those is, it's about um, creating a shadow snapshot without anybody knowing it, um, so that in the case of something bad happening, um, those uh, shadow snapshots become live and um, they can protect the data, uh, restore. You can restore from that data. Back. So it's, when you say blind, limited to somebody who's got the key yes. to be able to see that specific exactly. snapshot. No one else sees No one that. else can get to it. That's right, exactly. Okay. Yep. All right, so another area that I know you're in the booth talking about is containers. Veeam just announced here at the show, uh, I think it's, uh, it's called Kasten K10 version five by Veeam. By Veeam. <laughs> Woo. Good, we're not the only ones with names that like are going to drive people crazy. Thank you, Veeam. Let's talk a little bit about why. I know like you know, we've had containers for a while. A few years ago, people were saying, I don't need to protect a container. What's, what, what's happening that this is now becoming such an important point for yes. enterprises? Well, you know, there is data or surveys that come out that say about 96% of organizations are now using containers. Um, they host their stateful applications and now also cloud-native applications. They're using it for AI, ML, and many, many other purposes. So um, the reason we want to protect them is that, you know, those stateful applications, if they fail, you want to recover them, as well as, you know, all the data associated with those applications. So um, yesterday in a customer panel, a customer was saying most of the people on our IT is basically, they're basically saying, um, you don't need to protect containers because once they die, we can always spin up another one, but we all know that's not true. Yeah, what about the app? The data, the, the application data. Of the data. application, exactly. So that's why we have um, invested a lot of time uh, to pull together a very end-to-end, -end, um, you know, comprehensive data protection with Casten uh, by Beam, and we are. Um, basically using the Apollo 4000 again, um, although any storage could be used as a backup target. Uh, but the important point here is that we use the HPE CSI driver for Kubernetes to enable all those rich services from the HP Primera, from HP Electra, um, to be able to provide that to, um, or expose that to the application. And um, with the Apollo 4000 as your backup target and Kasten, the software that can take the data and put it on that backup target, we have a very um, a scalable solution that customers could use. Yeah. So, and we have uh, published reference configurations around that, um, so we can always point people to that. Yeah, and I'll leave links to where people can find that. Yes. Uh, shout out to my friend Tim Smith at Veeam. We were talking a little bit earlier that he was here, I think about five years ago, and was questioning why don't we support Apollo 4000s, and you know, a lot of work's happened. So now, now we now have the Apollo 4000 as a, as a backup target instead of only having store one. And so it's very popular with the lead customers. We so. were very smart to listen to what Tim Smith told us, so yes. thank you, Tim. <laughs> Thanks for talking with me, Carissa. Thank you, Calvin. So one of the people, of course, I have to talk to is my Amico Federico, uh, we met in Milan, what, probably like six years ago? Yes, uh, yes, you and were aware for uh, VMware at that time. I was there for a VMware event, but you and I, I think we did a demo of Veeam. Yes. You, you helped me. Well, I have been working uh, integrating Veeam with uh, HP Ardor for, I don't know, seven years. Yeah. And I have tested every configuration, every potential improvement, every everything on, on, on our infrastructure. I, I know when I talk to the folks I know at Veeam, they like you a lot because you've done a lot to improve the 
the co-innovation that HPE yes. and Veeam have together. Yes, because I think that uh, integrating different products, it is not enough. We have to make a co-innovation. We have to design the feature of two different products work together from scratch, from the beginning. And then when there is a new release, we have to bring both innovations together. And this year we have, you know, there are great years and there are normal years. This year is a great year because we have a lot of things in common. So with VIN12, we have integration with StoreOnce for strong immutability. You know, immutability, Calvin, it is for protecting from ransomware. Ransomware is the top priority for many it's organizations. such a big topic right now. I mean, it's like the top of the stack of what Veeam yes. was talking about here at Veeamon, right? Yes. So what we want is to avoid that a hacker can connect and delete your backup because it is not a side damage destroying a backup infrastructure. For a ransomware attack, they want to destroy your backup. So immutability is super important. But you know that immutability alone is nothing. You need to have also a compliance mode because the hacker is not stupid. If they cannot delete your backup from the backup application or from the server, they will try the backdoor. And you know what is the backdoor? The backdoor is uh, the admin account of mm. our storage. So they will try to connect to the storage, they will try to open the console of your storage and delete everything from there. And now we have also protection there and it is the uh, compliance mode with the dual authorization. So if you have seen the movies uh, where they have the, to, to fire the rocket with the atomic bomb and there are two, two keys. keys. Yes, exactly. So we have two keys also in that, in that case. And the second keys is something that you always keep uh, printed on a paper, closed in, in an envelope, and nobody open that envelope until they, they, they really need to use that key. So an hacker cannot steal that key. Right. And this and, is the secret. And I just throw this point out there. I know, you know um, Veeam does these uh, surveys across customers, and the latest one they did is about customers who have had to pay a ransom. And the percentage of customers who said the backup was deleted in the process is huge. It is huge. Most of the customers that are forced to pay a ransom, it is because they do not have a backup. Right. So and it's more than just encrypting the backup, so they don't have it anymore. Well, encrypted, uh, backup encrypted or deleted, it is the same. They don't need to encrypt right. the backup. They, it is much easier for them to delete it. Why that? Because if you have a backup, very likely you're not going to pay the ransom. Absolutely. So let's talk about some of the other co-innovations in um, V12. Let's talk about performance. What have we done working with Veeam to in increase performance with Veeam and HPE storage? Well, this year we have increased a lot of performance uh, just because we have changed a little parameter in the communication protocol. And to change that, that parameter, we had to agree together, HP and Veeam, to change that parameter in one shot, both of us. And I can say that I've tested it in March when I've seen the, the, the virtual beta. beta, yes. I've tested it, and on the same system, on the same environment, I've run a backup with the old parameter and with the new parameter. So the old compared to the new, the new is 4.x faster almost five times faster. So when you have a huge VM and you need to backup uh, that VM, a single VM backup is able to run almost five times faster than 
it used before. And when you talk about that parameter, you're talking about something within HPE Catalyst, which is, of course, the API that we use. Yes, because uh, the communication is not uh, done uh, using a normal NAS interface, SMB or NFS. It is done with a proprietary protocol that makes a source-side duplication. And uh, a piece of this uh, uh, engine is on the Veeam server, on the Veeam code. So when you install Veeam, you already have Catalyst because it is on the Veeam ISO Catalyst. Uh, you have not to download it. It is already included. And we have changed something there to be able to talk better with the, the storage appliance that we have. Great. Anything else that, that is a co-innovation that we should mention here? Well, uh, customer want to have flexibility the ability to choose a solution and then eventually move to another and to be flexible to take the uh, infrastructure that they want. At this point, we have the best kind of solutions for them because we are, they, we are not forcing them to stay on the duplication or to stay on object storage or to stay on block storage. We have multiple options. Uh, we can have, for instance, solutions based on uh, Apollo servers and they are super fast. I give you a number. So for technical folks, if I tell you that a single server with 60 disks is able to ingest a Veeam backup for real production data at a speed of 12 gigabytes per second, can you believe me? Wow, that's 12 gigabytes per second, not, not gigabit, gigabytes per second. And I have tested a few weeks ago also the restore speed of that single server and the restore speed is nine gigabytes per second. Those are here numbers, so you need to have a perfect tuning. But, uh, well, uh, in production, I guess that we can run not far from those numbers, and that is a great speed. Yeah. Hey, well, I appreciate you spending some time. I'm sure we'll be digging in more into uh, Veeam V12 about what's new, and uh, appreciate you spending a few minutes to tell me about it. Thank you, Calvin. The last thing we've been talking about at the HPE booth here at Veeamon is HPE GreenLake and Veeam. Now, I've spent a lot of time doing chalk talks and podcasts on HPE GreenLake, so I don't want to start at the beginning of what we do as GreenLake. You can find that other places, and I'll leave links on our website where you can find that. I've got Sanjay. Sanjay, actually, just quickly introduce yourself to everybody. Tell, tell everybody what you do at HPE. So I'm Sanjay Umarji. I'm part of the GreenLake pre-sales organization and my role is as a strategist to come up with different workload solutions that solve customers' actual business problem and not they don't have to worry about what is the infrastructure underlying them and also create different types of solutions that the customer needs. For example, I support AIML as a service, backup as a service, database as a service, and HPC as a service. Okay, so I would be fair to say what we're going to talk about now is backup as a service with Veeam as the backup software that we are using, the backup and data recovery software. That, that is correct, yeah. When we, uh, HPE is a large uh, install base. A lot of customers approach us for databases to be managed by us. So a most important asset, as we have heard in this conference throughout, is, is data, right? So that has to be protected. And that's why backup becomes very essential in this case. And with, if you hear Vim messaging is also that consistent with us is the ransomware is very common now. And that's why backup as a service becomes more interesting 
because what customers want to do is they want to create innovation whereas we want to take away whatever the mundane routine task but at the same time they are very critical task by protecting the data and that's what we offer as backup as a service so what that does is it allows the customer to have productivity improvement because now they are more focused on their business outcomes and not the routine data center task yep. and then we at the same time they are getting the most modern data protection that we are partnering with vim for that which allows multiple levels of cyber resilience into the place so this could be an interesting question and i don't think it's a booth conversation or at least a presentation that you had but customers obviously what we're doing is giving them options and choices mm -hmm. why would a customer want to use a uh, backup as a service from HPE GreenLake with Veeam versus just buying Veeam and putting it in their data center. I think you kind of answered a little bit of that by it's taking away the mundane, so that's probably the managed services element. Right. But what, what, what's the financial benefits for a customer to use HPE GreenLake versus just putting Veeam in on-premises? Right. A great question, actually, and I, I would like to go a little bit more in detail on that one. So, first of all, while we can say that it is pay-per-use, so what happens is it improves customer's cash flow, right? He's not putting upfront investment in Veeam licenses, neither the backup infrastructure that is coming from HP. So would it be fair to say that they're paying for the Veeam license across the the, the, the scope of the of the GreenLake uh, contract? So if it's a right. three or five year contract, they're paying for it monthly versus paying for it all upfront. Yeah, and I, and that is correct. And what they are paying monthly, but the main advantage is that. Let's say the customer starts small. He has 100 VMs, right, which are being managed by HPE with the help of Veeam software. What happens is next year the customer has a growth. It goes to 150 VMs, right? Now he's going to need additional Veeam licenses. But those are that cost is incurred only when he actually opts for those additional licenses. And the nice part about it is that GreenLake has something called bands. And what happens is the band cost is already built in. So which means as the customer increases the Veeam licenses, Veeam gives them more discount. But that cost is locked in at the beginning of the contract. So if there are any cost increases, the customer is protected from that. And that way, the, it's sort of a win-win situation. So let's talk about one other thing, and that's if customers are using uh, HPE GreenLake to run their Veeam environment or we're managing it for them. Mm -hmm. uh, they're getting all the features that they would get on-premises. Uh, you know, one of the things is like instant recovery. They were the initiators of that. I did a demo of instant recovery, f I think, six years ago. Yeah. So there, there's nothing they can't do right. with HPE GreenLake that they could do with if they just ran it on-premises. That is 100% correct because they get the same Veeam Enterprise Suite exactly with all features. It's just managed by the GMS, which is the GreenLake Management Services. Yep. And again, that part is optional. If the customer has the skill set to operate Veeam, they could do that. In that case, we will just support as the infrastructure as a service right. uh, concept. In there. Yeah, and the point that I'll make too there, because I've done actually like four podcasts with the GMS group. Okay. There, there's a range of what they can do. If, right. if, if it's just at a low level of just 
like managing software management like, or if it's managing the whole thing uh, that fra- up to the application of managing Veeam itself yeah. we'll do whatever it is the customer yeah, wants we will go up the stack as much as needed as much as the customers are, and we operate on a shared responsibility model right yeah. great well Sanjay thanks for talking to me here at Veeam on uh, about what uh, HPE is doing with GreenLake and, uh, and Veeam Thanks. Thanks for interviewing me and my pleasure. You can subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google, Amazon Music, Audible, Podcast Addict, and many other podcast subscription services. We've also just got a new home on HPE.com. You can find the podcast on HPE.com slash DMN slash ATITB. Love hearing from you on Twitter where you can find me as Calvin Zito. You can find our blogs at community.hpe.com. Until next time, thanks for joining me.